Nope. Nope. We're not doing it when we're on the council. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you working tomorrow, Reavers? I think he turned us off. Yeah, yeah. Kenny. I'm not going to engage you. I'm just going to tell you. Shaykab is my new buddy. I ran into her again today. At the airport? Yeah. I saw her yesterday, introduced myself. And then I saw her today waiting for someone. <clears throat> so, Ken, what I did is ran some of the stuff that I had pre-recorded from you. I thought I could do and it. then uh, yeah. I'll end up having to move a couple next week. So, um, all I need, alls. Since Schoon's recorded, Kenny, I'll do, let's do Pro Turf, Maple Grove, Tri-State. Wait, I'm doing, I was doing my time thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Tell me what you need. I'll set a Schoon over. I need a Pro Turf, a Maple Grove, and a Popsicle. Let's do Moon Motorsports today. What, what is our... What's the uh, today's the eleventh? No, I need that labor transfer number. I think I've got it written down. Joe, what? From you, I just need Aquaside. Okay, Rook, and you have the Shriners today. Yep. Or don't read the letter again. Come up with something else. We're on the town council. I already talked to Rob. I know, but we oh. have to work this out. Gotcha. No problem. We got you. I'm writing. <laughs> I'm going to burn down that damn newspaper. <laughs> hey, good. Tell me where it is. 
I'll go with you. Uh, well, the way St. Paul's going, it'll probably get done for me. As near as we can determine, the guy who shot the hockey coach in St. Anthony, that was just a lone, uh, he didn't have accomplices. Yeah. Apparently it was just one guy. May I ask a dumb question? Why not? Are we not naming him because he won't be charged as an adult? Or is it just because he's under 18? We just, you know, name juveniles. Yeah, I think they wait until the, if they certify him to be an adult, I think then they'd name him. Then they'd name him. Okay. Because yeah. that was my first concern is, uh-oh, if they're not naming we, him, does that mean really they're not charging him as an adult? have to look into changing that. 18 is, is just some magic number. 18 is not adulthood anymore. The, that number has changed. We're going to register 16-year-olds to vote. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. Are we back to that again? Yep. <laughs> to, you mean to recruit Democrats? Did, any watch, did anyone watch any Bastard. of the... Uh, did anyone watch any of the Trump thing on CNN? I, uh, I made it 18 minutes. And that's all I could take. Kenny, did you see any of it? The uh, What was the point of it? That's yeah, yeah. why I didn't bother. What what obligation did CNN have to have that moron on? Well, they took they, an example to they, they thought a, it would be. I guarantee they had a ratings bonanza. Well, in other words, they did it soullessly. It had nothing to do with anything 100%. except them getting ratings. One hundred percent. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they were doing it out of civic duty. He he demonstrated. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched enough to see that he demonstrated he is not capable of being talked with. You can't no. talk with him. Exactly. If you said to him, I think you're a piece of shit, he would say, we had the largest number of votes in history. You know, he would just, right. anything you say to him goes off like water off a well, duck's back. Okay, but how is that any different from the speak we're hearing even from this governor? The state's an utter decline. Well, you, you can't have a conversation with him, Chris. Did you watch any of it? I didn't watch a second <laughs> he can't, of it. You can't, like we're talking right now, Yeah, he can't do that. No, he, can't last, he can't oh, function. He doesn't, his yeah. brain got destroyed at the age of seven. Something happened at the age of seven. Now, I don't need to defend him, but Walls, you could have a conversation with him. You would disagree with everything he said, oh, but it would be civil. Uh, probably. Chris, how do you find sick bay on ADP? It's um, where you select whether it's you know time off, whatever. It should be at the very top. It should say MN dash sick. Isn't it along in there with vacation right. and everything else? Right. You sounded like my kid there, Chris, because he always says sick if something's good. So. Sick. It's right there. Sick. At, at time pair entry? Yes. Oh, okay. Thank you. There it is. Fratelloni's hardware and garden stores. <laughs> We should start taking Thursdays off, too. <laughs> we need to talk about that. Okay. How about take the whole thing off? The no, entire show? Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Everything forever? Did you know you don't have to register to vote in North Dakota? I didn't know that. It's the only state in the union. That Why is that, that, John? I don't know. I was just because I've been studying voting a lot the last couple of days for oh, obvious reasons. 1,200 people who live there. They don't give a shit. <laughs> It's not that small. <laughs> In fact, they're combined, aren't they? They just have one Dakota. Oh, you, 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 got Kamala you ready to go? You want it right away? But you got to tell me, uh, like, where where was she appearing? Right, or let me pull do we that know up. any of that? John, your email keeps coming to my um, 
my Your spam for some reason. Spam? Really? I wonder why. <clears throat> well, I did send you my time card, so I, I hope you find it. That's why, because I saw you, your name popped up. I'm like, why does it keep going to my... That is weird. Joe, uh, I also need you to record a um, an ad for Precision Garage Door. No copy. All right. Um, That'll be Monday. Whoops. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, the clip is about 20 seconds long. She's at a podium. Let me find out. Where where was Kamala? <laughs> well, I thought you knew. That's... I didn't know. Because it surfaced yesterday. Um, here we go. This doesn't this doesn't let you go home in the middle of the day sick. It's just knocking you out. So on Monday I worked in the morning and that was a mistake so I didn't work in the afternoon. But according to ADP I either have to either have worked or have had sick pay. Right. So whatever. Artificial intelligence it's fantastic. How you doing over there, Joe? How you doing over there, Shorty? <laughs> John, can you? I, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time figuring out where she was yesterday. What? Uh... Kamala Harris was speaking, and Brandon Johnson meets Vice President Kamala Harris and works at Capitol Hill. I don't know what that's about. That's that's the only thing I can find too. What what is she talking about? Coconuts. She talked about coconuts. Yeah, well, the sound bites just—it's hilarious because she's so stupid. But I can't figure out where she's actually speaking mm. at yesterday. Doesn't doesn't. I don't see anything here. Yeah. Could you type Kamala yep. and coconuts? I have <laughs> I, I have every all of that. I just can't. It's not telling me where she was. But if I had to guess, it looks like she, is she at the White House? Because she's at in front of the presidential podium. It looks like it. Um, have, yeah. you see, have you seen the clip, Joe? I, Would you guess uh, that that was at the White House? Sure, then? but we, we, we should be able to establish what the event was. Is it? Okay, told the strand. Here we go. Here we go. Here, hey, 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 hey. I think I found it. <laughs> Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris gave remarks today at an event to swear in the Commission on Excellence for Hispanics. During her speech, Harris fell into a cackle several times. Yeah, she sure uh, did. One time she asked children if... There you mother, go, John. All right. Mother asked and I'm going to ask you, John, before we play the audio, I'm going to ask you uh, where this was, and you're going to tell me that. I'm okay. going to quit looking. Yes, you as can. Soon, okay. As soon as you ask, I'm going to go... Joe, I don't know. I know you're not, Joe. <laughs> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Joe, I'm rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1076, May 12, 20, 
23, 88 degrees on this day in 1990 and 27 degrees in 1946. And an additional note on this day in 1946, three inches of snow. Hmm. So you can wow. still get your snow late in, uh, late in the deal here. And Aquaside, uh, <laughs> Aquaside. How would you handle snow on May 11th? I'd be very disappointed if I had already had Aquaside come out with their products because they love when the ice is gone. They wouldn't want to see the snow reform. Aquaside has been keeping uh, beaches and lakeshores free of weeds and algae for more than 60 years with their pond and lake control products that are made right there in White Bear Lake. The products are easy to use. They work quickly. And, of course, they're safe. They're registered with the EPA and DNR. Don't let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. We're going to have a swimming season one of these days. Call Aquaside today. They'll help identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Mark your calendars. Let's go. <clears throat> Paul down in Dallas, Texas, wants us to know. We have an opportunity for great audio. Our esteemed Vice President Kamala Harris <laughs> will be addressing the graduate class at West Point Sweet. on May 27th. Oh, mother of God. <laughs> you might want to instruct Thing 1 or Thing 2 to Hold mark on. their calendars for that one. What is it? May 27. All right. That's going to be guaranteed to make for some cringeworthy oh, moments, isn't it? Isn't Those poor weekend? midshipmen work their butts off, and they, now it comes to graduation, and they have to put up with that idiot. That's just a shame, and I'm being serious. That's a shame that you dragged that sick woman hey, out of from her hey, closet. To, hey. But we have more recent audio from Kamala. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> John, we have some audio, and you've researched the context of this. This was yes. a Kamala appearing yesterday where? It was an event to swear in the Commission on Excellence for Hispanics, and it was held at the Eisenhower Executive Office Building in Washington, D.C. And uh, our vice president had the following to say. Everything is in context. My mother used to, she would give us a hard time sometimes, and she would say to us, I don't know what's wrong with you young people. You think you just fell out of a coconut tree? <laughs> you exist in the context of all in which you live and what came before you. What? She was met with silence, wasn't she? Yo, nothing. Yeah. She is she must have been high. What's the sound of one voice laughing? She's talking about coconuts. I, I Everything is in context. Right. My mother used to, she would give us a hard time sometimes, and she would say to us, I don't know what's wrong with you young people. You think you just fell out of a coconut tree? <laughs> you exist in the context. Yikes. 
of all in which you live and what came before you. Can I you wish keep, we would have a little keep feedback. going with that, or is that it? It's the that's the clip. Yeah. Imagine, imagine, Joe. Imagine, imagine every day you wake up, and by your side you get to hear this. <laughs> I'd shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a bit aggressive. May twenty seventh, that cackling woman will be speaking to West, the graduating class of West Point. May yes. I ask a question? Yes, you in the back. Um, who do you think at the uh, West Point graduation ceremony committee raised their hand and said, hey, I got an idea? Well, I suppose when you consider to use her word, well, I'm not going to use her word. I would imagine there was a time in the country when that would have been an esteemed, sure, yeah, vice president, an esteemed sure. guest to have. My God, wow, you know, uh, one of my, my when one of my kids graduated, Frank DeFord was the speaker, a Sports Illustrated writer. Okay, that's fine, but wouldn't the vice president been more <clears throat> impressive? Uh, maybe the kids at West Point just want some comedy relief. Maybe that's oh, it. Point. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. And that's what they'll get. They'll have this cackling, nonsensical. Imagine a future. Oh, God help me. <laughs> I'm trying to find my favorite And Biden one. yesterday, I don't know if you have that audio. He, uh, he had, whatever he was talking about, he apparently got sidetracked by how thin the walls were in his parents' house. Oof. And I Care, careful. I know, and I I don't know what he was referring to. Mm, I uh, I I think and I. And he had to be helped off stage. Yeah. Again. yeah, that's not a good look. He uh, did seriously. I'm not being. No, you did. I'm yeah, not being mean spirited. He started wandering, and they had to grab him and get him off the stage. I properly. believe part of her speech at West Point will deal with um, inflation. Well, let's start with this. <laughs> Prices have gone up, and. Families and individuals are dealing with the realities of of the, that bread costs more, that gas costs more. Okay, and we have to understand what that means. That's about the cost of living going up. You know how high school basketball teams will have the developmentally uh, disabled kid uh, on the bench with them as the water boy. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is obviously what they're doing here. They're, you know, let's put her in, coach. Let's let her take a shot. Let her have a play. Yeah, we'll clap and <laughs> smile, and you know, it'll be fun. Gee whiz, this is. I have uh, a transcript of the entire speech here. She referenced KRS One. Do you guys know KRS One? Uh, I do. Uh, Joe and Joe does too. He just doesn't know it because he recorded once with REM, one of Joe's favorite bands. A song called Radio Song, Joe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that rap in there, that's KRS One. So I she referenced KRS One in the midst of her speech yesterday. Fact based. Yeah. Yes. Mike sir. Price emails in. He is a member of the Garage Logic Town Council. <laughs> and Mike says, Joe just called the West Point students midshipmen. Yeah, I was, I was wondering about that myself. If you have, oh, wait, that's Navy. If you have West Point <laughs> listeners, they will probably beat me to the punch. A midshipman. Men is a student at Annapolis, not right. West Point. I'm sorry, you're right. West Point students are cadets. They're cadets. Well, I apologize. Who's the Who's the water boy now? Me. <laughs> yeah, take a shot. <laughs> I'm sorry if you were offended. I was. Yeah. 
Now, you had the other babbling idiot on CNN last night. Here we go. Uh, Trump. And I did not watch all of it, but I watched enough of it to to remain convinced that it is impossible to have a, a conversation with him. Uh, you can tell him anything, by the way. You can be as mean as you want to him, not that you should be, but you can be. You can say anything, and it doesn't affect him. It just goes off. Care. It's just water off a duck's back. But for that reason, there can be no conversation. He he's he's not normal in that regard. He's a very. But more importantly, what I'm wondering is what obligation did CNN have to put him on and give him that forum? What was the point of that? They wanted to beat Fox. Right. Yeah. Numbers. Yep. Works right. Well, then they're as soulless. They're proving they're as soulless as everybody else. Well, they, they always have. Well, that's been right. But I mean, they years. spend 365 days a year belittling Trump. And then if they have a chance to make a dollar, they put them on the air. We, we said this when Biden took office, that CNN needed Trump to stay in the role because and, that's all they talked about. And the only solution to Trump is to ignore him. And nobody will. Nobody will. Mm-mm. Because it they, he means too much to them in money, in revenue. Because apparently people will still tune in. To listen to this jabbering fool. Do we have numbers from last night? Oh, I bet they were astounding. I, I think the only numbers I saw it said uh, it was number one for the evening, which shouldn't be a surprise for in news channels. So, but I so the only then then the only thing I can conclude is that they had him on merely for the ratings. Right. Well, I what don't think. He, yeah. What would he do for this podcast? What if Trump's people called us and said, we, uh, we like the concept of garage logic. Would you wish to, would you wish 30 minutes with Donald Trump? I mean, you'd say no, I'd say no initially, but no, no, I would, I would stick to it. I would say no. Are you out of your mind? No, see, you're playing their game. See, you're saying we should take him because look what would happen to our numbers. I wouldn't take him because you can't talk to him. I, I wouldn't. I'm not even saying about the numbers. I'm just saying I would like to see how you interact with him. You, you can't. That's the point. Oh, yeah. I if you watched you last night, you cannot we'll, interact with him. We'll interview him on one of those days you take off to go play golf. All right. I'm, going, I'm going to play golf with Joe that day. <laughs> I would I would not have him on. I, I caddy. For the record, I would just like like it to be known that he's welcome on the weekly scramble whenever he <laughs> you're, you're missing my point entirely. You're missing my no, point. No, I get entirely. what you're saying. I just think it's not possible to talk to him. Nothing would be learned. You would only be swamped under the weight of his here's bravado. No, no, I, you're, you are not giving you. No, I couldn't get through to him. You would. You no. would talk about his no. family. You wouldn't no. talk about no. politics. You'd start with his family life. No, that he doesn't yeah. give a rat's yeah, ass yeah, about his family. Point two. You don't get it. You don't get it. He's a disturbed human being. His brain that. circuitry is screwed up. Which member, Rook? Which member? Which member of his family were yeah, you think he gives a damn about? I mean, his upbringing. His upbringing. He's not going to talk about that. And if he did, he would. He, he would end up talking about uh, uh, labor <laughs> statistics or something. He would didn't just you, uh, make you, something up. Didn't you talk to Hillary? Yeah. Okay then. 
Uh, Hillary was well Boy, coached. That's, that's the worst Hill. analogy I've ever heard, Kenny. I'm sorry. <laughs> Woodley, Woodley <Case> coached <laughs> Hillary. I was trying to find the soundbite, actually. <laughs> no, don't. I, 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 I don't know. want it. But to answer your initial question about that, what would the rating, you know, look at the episode when we had Jesse on. It's still our number one most listened to episode. Oh, but I'd have him on any day. I'm, I'm just saying. He's normal. I'm answering your question, though, about what would it do. <laughs> well, I, I, I think I've made myself clear. Uh, you know, my, my distaste for Trump has cost us listeners, and that's fine. It'll send us some uh, emails tomorrow. No, too, they're, they're, so. the emailers are getting exhausted. They know where I stand on this guy. I'm, I'm, I have no one. I don't have Biden. I don't have Trump. I have no one. But Trump, in particular, is unable to be conversed with. There is no such thing. Can I ask a question related to what you said? You said, "Why don't people ignore him?" Yeah, you and can. The, well, the question is, why don't members of his party who are they just too afraid to speak up? To... No balls whatsoever. They love life on the third rail, and they're afraid of losing their power. End okay. of story. I'll, I'll go with you there. There's a, that's the only thing it can be. What you're asking We is, are so pathetically led right. that the Republicans cling to the Trump's big gut shirt tails so they can stay in office. <laughs> what a bunch of BS. We are so poorly led. Across the board, Democrat, Republican, we are poorly led. And these morons who are Republicans in Congress have no balls whatsoever. None. They don't even get rid of Santos. Yeah, that, that showed there. They don't go to Santos and say, you're not welcome in this club. Goodbye. They're, they're weak, weak people, really weak people. You hear me, Emmer? I'm including you. I'm including every Republican in Congress. They're all weak. Okay. And while they're being Tom weak, won't be stopping by and the while they're being weak, the Democrats are bringing about the mystery. That well, I agree with. In, in this state, the Republicans got the Democrats elected. Kenny, you've been ill, and you still sound rough. You're struggling. I hope you feel better. We've had a, some really great conversations this week about how great the DFL in Minnesota is at playing the game, and the Republicans don't have a clue how to play it. How true. How don't true. have a clue. Amen. And the Republicans are kicking butt, and they're getting everything they want. And everything they want is bringing about the mystery, which is a country that is not the United States you recognize. Yeah. And the Republicans are on the sidelines befuddled. They're not even befuddled. They just don't even know what the hell's going on because they trust in America. We've been through it. I don't want to review it. We've done it for three days. But they trust in America, and they trust in America. They like America. The DFL doesn't. And and they they're they're just vicious. They're relentless. They're experts, and they're winning ferociously. And there's not much that can be done about that until Republicans did, uh, figure it out. What did I read this morning that drove that point home? Oh, program for free tuition is okay. Democrats agree on gun measures. Those mm -hmm. two things, right away. That 
just proves what you just said. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're having a hell of a time running the show. Back to Kamala. <clears throat> May twenty seventh presumably will be a Saturday. It's you could, Memorial Day weekend. I know you could look it up. It is. Is it a Saturday? It is. Uh, boy, we got to get the whole speech. You won't last two minutes listening <laughs> to that speech. You it'll can't probably, even stand twenty seconds of a soundbite. It'll probably be available on C-SPAN. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm sure the thing could be watched. I couldn't sit in the house and watch that idiot. But I'm yeah, I'm, you're gonna pass up golf. But I'd be more than willing to listen to <laughs> oh, uh, her her babbling nonsense. Uh, and she's talking to a she will be talking to a presumably bright crowd of young people engaged. Yeah, and <laughs> oh god, wow. that's just that's Halloween esque. Yeah. Uh, that's oh, just eerie. That's just eerie. That's beautiful, Chris. Hey, kids. <laughs> oh, God, get the kids. <laughs> I'm seeing flying monkeys. Me too. Uh-huh. See ghosts, ruby slippers. Hey, Joe, do you want to go out for dinner? <laughs> oh, this gives me the chills. Yeah. I can cook you a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't cook it. I'll boil it. <laughs> Oh, you, you don't, don't call, call me. Don't call you, me. You. <laughs> oh, God, help us. Isn't that frightening? <laughs> What's even better is when you pause said video when she's in the middle of the cack- cackling. Yes. And you see her facial expression still shot. No. That's no good. She, no, she, she was enjoying her cackling. I did see it. But it's the face you know coconuts hey my ma used to say just fall out of a <laughs> coconut tree <laughs> similar to the guitar face johnny makes it <laughs> got mature for montana let's just uh envy what he's about to say oh on march 14th i emailed you regarding montana governor craig gian forte giving a speech regarding what the republican trifecta in montana was going to do with our 2022 $1.1 billion tax surplus. All right. He listed such things as expand and update our state prison system, repair bridges and roads, hire or at least fund the hiring of more officers and state troopers, and a few other things congruent with the aforementioned and Montana values. Yesterday morning, our governor was on the radio again and had an incredible follow-up to that speech in March. He referenced those financial goals and told us the wheels were in motion, that if you were to look or drive by the prison or certain areas, you would already see workers in place and things happening. But that wasn't the best part of his message. In stark contrast to the Minnesota Democratic trifecta, not only keeping your $17 billion, but adding another few billion to create programs, initiatives, and systems to be funded in perpetuity, our governor had to say this this morning, and I'm paraphrasing. We are stuffing a couple of hundred million dollars in our mattress for a rainy day. We're going to nurture and prune the healthy trees we already have not spend money to buy acorns or plant new oak trees, which we will then also have to take care of. Here, what, here. How do we get that? They, that's what they get in Montana. And we're stuck with... <laughs> <laughs> we're stuck with the uh, flannel. 
Wait, weren't you spending part of your time in Montana, or was it Wyoming? I moved Wyoming. to Wyoming. That's what it was. Okay, and I could I could quickly move. It's right there. I could go to Montana. Oh. You know, <laughs> I, they're not saving one dollar of this surplus. They're not saving one dollar. Well, it's unconscionable. They're and, using it to bring about the mystery. They're not even saving a dollar. And putting it into programs where they'll need it in two years and they won't have it. Right. You'll need this $17.5 billion again in two years. They need to go. <laughs> well, that's why they're raising taxes. I mean, come on, man. Do the math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God, help me. They need, that. they need to go George Janos. And start putting it in the under carpet. Under the rug. Putting it in the carpet. Under the rug. Under the rug. Ahead of his time. Right. Well, that's a fine. How do you do it? How do you do it? Uh, how, how do you do it? And John from Howard, Howard Clary's, uh, as you may be recall, uh, oh, this is uh, written to you, John. May I read it? Uh, yeah, I read it. Sure. Oh. Uh, John, as you may recall, I wrote to Joe regarding the difference between Democrats and Republicans. And my letter was read on the 510-23 podcast. That was that yesterday. Been yesterday. yesterday. Yep. In my letter, I used the terms constitutional, <coughs> excuse me, perfect health, constitutional republic and representative republic to describe our system of government. Later in the same episode, you quipped that the correct term is representative democracy. I did a little digging and what I found surprised me. It turns out we're both correct at least according to an article I found done by NPR. I also found articles from right-leaning websites that vehemently state that I'm right. I found other left-leaning sites that absolutely state you're right. I'm of a mind to say (laughs) we're both right because they both have the same idea in mind. We elect individuals to represent us. What's more important is that the system is upheld and preserved regardless the nomenclature. Best forward. Hmm. Potato, potato. Do you know why Howard heard that? Because he paid his $10. We did that during a break yesterday, you and I, we chatted oh, about really? it. Really? Yeah, so a town council response? That was a town council thing. Yeah. Wow. But isn't that, isn't that interesting that they two parties can't even agree on a simple term? Right. <laughs> can't you? Why don't you? <laughs> Reavers, here's your problem. Uh, and you're, you know, you have mouths to feed, don't you? If I hear that again today, you're fired. Okay. <laughs> you're done. You're done. All right. You I'm are working. leaning a little hard on it. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> we'll, we'll return. Speaking of mouths to feed. Yeah. How about 30 bales? Oh. Uh, I did get an email from Todd. Yeah, GLers, you know, it's the best restaurant going. Downtown Hopkins. It's right there. So here's the, here's the deal. Uh, there is still a limited amount of seating available for parties of four or less for this Mother's Day. And Todd did send this to me yesterday. So make sure you call ahead. If you want to take Ma out for brunch, call ahead to make sure that they still have availability because they are only taking reservations. And once the tables are full, they're full. So make sure you call the restaurant. Also, the new covered patio is almost finished. I got a sneak peek at it a couple of weeks ago. It's going to be very cool when they finally get that open. And they also have limited servings of the short rib pot pie left. Once they're gone, they're gone. Can you order short rib pot pie for brunch for Mother's Day? Why not? Why not? Uh, So anyway, once they're gone, they're gone until this fall. Scratch Kitchen right there. Downtown Hopkins. uh, Lunch menu is on from 11 to 3, Tuesday through Friday. Happy hour from 3 to (laughs) 5.30. And brunch, of course, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. both Saturday and Sunday. 
And again, Mother's Day, make sure you call ahead to make sure there's availability. You can also do uh, online ordering at 30bales.com. Check out their entire menu, their craft cocktails, and everything that they have to offer. Please, when you get into 30 Bales, let them know that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Huh? Was that about three minutes? <laughs> so, John. About a buck and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's too long. I know it is. Yeah. A former U.S. senator from North Dakota replied to one of Royce's tweets a no. few days ago. Really? And it was really good. And I read all these, and I got onto his Twitter account, and I started reading them. It's like, man, this guy's got a sense of humor. He is who, awesome. Who is he? What's the name? So uh, I looked him up. And uh, he was born in 1897. He died in 1984, and his name was Milton Young. Milton Young, yeah, he was he was a, a so, Republican when Republicans were Republicans. So somebody is running a uh, parody account. Wow, and, why would uh, they Roy- use him? Roycey <laughs> follows him, and he follows Roycey, and now I'm following him. It's 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 kind of funny. I mean, That's, not hilarious, um, but it's more like kind of clever stuff. Yeah, Milt was uh, at North Dakota. Actually, had senators that were powerful because they were in so long. Quentin Burdick, him, Byron Dorgan. Mm-hmm. But I love this guy because he's taking shots at both sides of the aisle. Uh, it's pretty funny. I know. I see it here. Yeah, they call me Mister Wheat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I got to play something here, gentlemen. I'm gonna have to kill microphones. Okay. We haven't had many roofers join us on Garage Logic, but Pete is with us from Hire a Pro, and he wants to explain to you how they do what they do. Hey, Joe. In the end, I got tired of door knockers, and, you know, the profits on residential roofing are obscene. I came up with a better way to get it done. At Hire a Pro, we help the homeowner get their roof replaced from their insurance proceeds so that they can earn what a roofing company normally would in profits instead. Yeah, but I thought I thought it works like this. The homeowner isn't supposed to make money on their insurance claim. So let me ask you this. When it hails on the roof of somebody who owns a roofing company, do you think the insurance company is making them find another company to do the job? Uh, no. That's right. It's legal to make money on it, but it's illegal for a contractor to pay you for the job. Most people just don't know a crew. They don't know what materials to get. We take care of all of that for them so that they can earn like a roofing company would replacing their own roof. So look, if insurance has approved your roof replacement, give these guys a call at 651-402-3400. That's 651-402-3400 or visit them online at hireadot.com. Pro. That's higher. Uh, then put the dot there. Pro. Let's go. And Kenny got something? Yes, he does. Let's go. Ellie got a blade? Yeah, I think so. So how does that work? That was from the outsiders. Oh. <laughs> well, hang on. I got to get a thing. We're impatiently waiting. I can tell. I love Thursday. <laughs> Well, Thursday's the Whoops. Kenny's that coffee or tea? Kenny, you ready? No more tea, no more caffeine, uh, no more coffee, no more uh, what? No more uh, nicotine. I got tea with no honey. I, this is yeah, tea thanks, with honey. Oh, okay, okay. I, I stole my line. Um, this is Earl. Throat with, coat? With honey. Yeah. Smart. Hang on. I'm rolling. Joe's ready. 
Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. These things are everywhere. We have side-by-sides for the chores, side-by-sides for the adre- adrenaline spikes, side-by-sides. I'm going to run to town in the side-by-side. Side, take it out to the fish house. You may have noticed here in the Midwest, side-by-sides are a big deal, and Moon Motorsports has them. Right now, Moon has an amazing selection of player side-by-sides and ATVs in stock, and special May rebates on many models makes it a lot easier to purchase right now. I want you... I know what you're going to buy, but before you do, check out my favorite, the Ranger, and then you can go ahead and tear out a Moon Motorsports in that Razor Turbo R. Man, that is an adrenaline spike. You'll love it. And if you love riding the trails, you're going to have to check out Moon's large selection and ready-to-ride uh, selection of KTM bikes. The 24 KTMs, they're arriving now, but there's a bunch of remaining 23 models at really good pricing. Hop over to the website to see all the models of the KTMs, Trail and Woods Bikes, and the lineup of side-by-sides from Polaris. It's moonmotorsports.com. It's a love affair with riding, going on for 52 years in Monticello, and family-owned and operated the whole time. They're Moon Motorsports, located south of 94 and west of 25 in Monticello. Moonmotorsports.com. The uh, killer of, of Michael Brassel has been caught, the alleged killer. I was shocked that they somehow, I never thought this person would be caught. I, it doesn't surprise me in the least that what this person great was caught. police work. Well, it's funny you say that. Uh, You're going to have the same reaction I did, I guarantee just, it. Just calm down. Yep. And I don't mean this in any way as a denigration of the police or the chief. I'm a big fan. But the story yesterday basically was the police uh, and and the superiors of the police patting the police on the back yep. for how quickly they solve murders. I'm and I'm grateful for that. That's fantastic. I love that. But that wasn't the story. <laughs> the story is that you've got uh, a progressive uh, criminal judicial ideology here that is turning these kids back onto the street as quickly as possible so that they can grow up to be murderers. This kid that they arrested, 17 years old, he uh, got into trouble at Harding High School for uh, threatening to stab a guy in the lunchroom or in the bathroom to get his cell phone. And uh, he served his probationary time, apparently, and was back out on the street. He's 17 years old. What remains unknown to me is, and that hasn't been made clear, is were there accomplices or was this just a lone guy? Back to what you said earlier, I, I didn't have a problem with Axtell doing it, but it was the mayor taking the victory lap. That that I thought yeah, that, he that showed was up for that one. Time. He showed um, up for that one. That was not according the right time for that. According to your um, to the newspaper, he was alone. Yeah, all right, he was alone, and uh, at this point, they don't that's dare. What they they think. don't dare spring this guy because the city would, would you, burn down. But how can you blame? the police chief for not, you know, shooting his mouth off when you look and see what Fletch gets, when Fletch speaks the truth and everybody hates him yeah, for point. speaking the truth. Good point. Well, but it it it, it rubbed me uh, the wrong way. It was, uh, hey, we got a lot of murders going on out here and a lot of bad kids, but we're catching them. Okay. You know what? You'd, you 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 could reduce the number of people you have to catch by a complete turnaround in the judicial ideology. But that's not the police 
no, no, That's no. And I said, I don't mean this as, as any denigration of the police. I, uh, and the mayor, yeah, he hopped to it. He was at that. That's why conference. I had a problem with what he said, not you necessarily know. with the chief. I didn't see him in the neighborhood over there. Maybe no. he was there. But. Because uh, his line about if you fire a gun in St. Paul, you, and I thought, Carter, no, this is not the time to be boasting but about don't this. worry. <clears throat> the city council is going to strengthen gun security measures so that honest people have to lock up their guns and then keep the ammunition separate from the gun. And that's all going to solve this problem. You got to wonder how it would, if it would have turned out differently. The uh, Chris, the comment came from the chief Axel Henry. No, I saw mayor Carter in front of a poll. Oh, really? Okay. Well, Axel said, I will tell you if you commit gun violence in the city, we're coming and we're going to find you. The mayor said almost the exact same thing verbatim. And I'm for that. I'm for what Axel said. That's great. But Mm -hmm. the, the, he's, unfortunately he's a pawn in the mayor's corrupted progressive ideology. Mm -hmm. And he's now stuck with having to round these idiots up, which he does competently. But that's not the story. The story is this idiot should never have been out on the street, much less in possession of a gun. Was Michael hit three times? Yes. Yeah. So he's hit all three times. He must have been pretty close. Yeah, we still have no indication that there was a confrontation. Well, nothing would excuse this guy from getting shot. But we have no indication that Michael Brazel had a gun. We have no indication that he ran down to the scene with a baseball bat. Well, no, because instinctively you would just go, hey, hey, get out of there. What's going going on? on? Right. Michael's wife, um, Hillary, made a post on Facebook on Sunday. Oh, my God. And they printed it today in the Star Tribune. And uh, printed before in the let me tell you something. Uh, they'll be peeling onions wherever you're sitting yeah, when you're I reading that. that. You're going to have to mop up after you finish that because, yeah. damn, it's it's tough. Well, there'll be a make a move today on Snelling Avenue because his uh, wake is at O'Hallon or Murphy at four o'clock. So you might want to avoid Snelling Avenue. The uh, in the meantime, I think it was on. Tuesday, we had a rash of carjackers speeding through Highland Park in Mac Groveland. And the car uh, ultimately crashed into a daycare center on Grand Avenue. Five ran from the stolen vehicle and police arrested three people ages 15, 17, and 20. A canine that searched the area they ran through found two abandoned handguns. One had been stolen from Edina. The stolen vehicle crashed near a children's play area outside Kinderberry Hill Child Development Center on Grand Avenue after a full day of reckless driving, robberies, and attempted carjackings, Fletch said, Ramsey County Sheriff Bob Fletcher. Five suspects terrorized neighborhoods in Minneapolis and St. Paul, he wrote, driving recklessly through countless communities. I heard the sirens Tuesday. We all did. Driving recklessly through countless communities without even being chased and victimizing people at gunpoint when they could. 
Before the St. Paul incidents, the officers were told an Audi had been stolen from Minnetonka and was involved in a robbery in Minneapolis. All five suspects were reported to be armed with handguns. Wow. Officers were called to the McAllister Groveland neighborhood at 3.15 p.m. Monday. I guess this was Monday. I'm sorry that it was Tuesday. At 3.15 p.m. Monday on a report of a theft from an auto in progress on the 1200 block of Juliet Avenue. It was on Juliet Avenue where the CP got carjacked last summer. What's the deal with Juliet? Multiple suspects arrived in the stolen Audi and were wearing black masks. As two tried to break into the vehicle, the owner yelled at them and they went back to the Audi. We now know that the owner yelled at them with great risk. Right. The owner wasn't shot. Which I hope this is not a trend that is... Hope this is just this one isolated moron. Just before the attempted theft on Juliet, they were also suspected of an auto theft in the 700 block of Armstrong Avenue, just off West 7th. After the Juliet Avenue incident, Ramsey County Sheriff's deputy spotted the Audi, which had fled through the neighborhood. St. Paul officers saw the vehicle turn onto Pascal Street, driving recklessly and go through a stop sign at Grand Avenue without stopping. Hmm. I'm quoting from Mike Ernster. The uh, police spokesman. Isn't his name Mike? Yeah. Yeah. The Audi struck another vehicle and was forced. And the force of the collision caused the Audi to jump the curb and run into the Kinderberry Hill Childhood Development Center, according to Ernster. While police made three arrests, two people from the Audi were not found. The teens were booked at the Ramsey County Juvenile Detention Center for aggravated assault with a firearm, possession of stolen property, and possession of a firearm by an ineligible person. I really have, acting like juveniles there, huh? I have a mole who tells me that they either have been or soon will be released. Wow. Call, uh, will you text our mole for that and see if that's true? I have a mole whose name will remain with us. That, um, But played, he's been right on most everything he's ever said. I finally found that audio from Carter, and it plays perfectly into what you just said. Just Wait a minute. There. Oh, sorry. Just a minute. What audio? The one we were just referencing about on, uh, four minutes on ago. On the city uh, be patting itself on the back. To demonstrate to people the extent to which St. Paul is a great place to find opportunity and the wrong place to fire, fire a weapon, uh, fire a gun. And I have to say to you, Chief, uh, and on behalf of all the men and women of the St. Paul Police Department and the St. Paul Fire Department who responded uh, to this tragedy, uh, certainly to our investigators uh, who took a crime that I know to some of us looked and said, how are we gonna solve this? Uh, and in just a matter of days to be able to share with us that there's a suspect in custody yeah, thanks, Mayor. That's, now go back and pretend you're a mayor. What are you going to do to prevent it from happening in the first place? Well, that's the problem. Yeah. I just read you a whole story, and these guys might be back on the street. Yep. You think they're not going to continue this? Yep. And then we also have the Edina kids terrorizing U of M over the weekend. Oh, I meant to, I meant to point that out. Did, could you find anybody more relieved than the Star Tribune? To point out that these were suburban teens Honest tied to, to the chaos near right. the U, because uh, it it really it really upsets their template and their narrative to have I uh, have this always being 
uh, perpetrated by urban kids. Mm -hmm. So they were so relieved that they could throw in, hey, these kids came in from the suburbs. Right. They were just thrilled to, to beat hell that this was suburban kids. And uh, what's to make us think that isn't going to happen? Again? Well, that's just it. Who gives a damn where they're from? The, the cities are exist. broken. The cities are broken because of poor political leadership. The cities are broken because of distorted and corrupt progressive ideology. The cities are, uh, are broken by a mentality uh, that suggests these young people are merely victims of oppression, and they have never received a fair shot in America. You're full of BS, you idiots. You have ruined the city. The city will continue to be in ruin because you don't know what you're doing. Choi, I'll throw you in. What the hell are you doing? Uh, Especially if it's true that these joy riders for Monday who terrorized two cities and then crash into a daycare center armed are back on the street. Now, I don't know that for a fact. I'm trying to verify that. But I'm got... getting the word from a mole that that could either have happened or will happen soon. Why? Lock I've... them up. We've also texted uh, the sheriff to see if he's available. Lock these idiots up. But, Joe, their brains aren't fully developed. The city is so broken. How it's broken just is so it? so broken that this guy who came out of his house Monday and yelled at these kids to not steal his car, does he realize he was taking his life in his hand? Probably not. I would have done the same. I have done the same thing. Well, in the we same all have to change ball. now because the city is, is destroyed. You can't trust anything anymore. We're going we're gonna to be back with John Height. You know who you can trust? I don't know. Mr. Money Talk. Oh, yeah, you can. Josh Arnold. Joshua. Uh, we recorded another fine episode of the Josh Arnold Money Report that you will hear at the end of the Garage Logic podcast. But GLers, do not delay. If you are uh, looking for someone, Josh Arnold is your guy. So give him a call today in these volatile times. 952-925-5608 is the number for Josh Arnold Investment Group. And it's a free, no cost, no obligation, 48-minute consultation and josh is the best 952-925-5608 let mr money talk know that you heard about him his ads and his report right here on the garage logic podcast i'll be right back copy that johnny cake do this not a garage logic town council member here's what you're missing is that a german phrase john holy schnanky uh, no it's a isn't it a chris farley, chris farley. no but there was a i don't think he was german 15 years ago there was a charming piece on the news of uh, the reporting of a tornado out in west central minnesota and they interviewed a, a little 10 year old and his grandma and he was saying holy schnanky's grandma you're kidding 
Maybe he got it from Chris Farley. I don't know. Everything I'm seeing here says uh, it, it's a polite version of holy, the S word. Yeah. Holy that's f- all it says. Yeah. 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 Joe violated it first today. <laughs> Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. I do like that background music on mm-hmm. that promo. What was it? I don't know. I didn't even listen. Chris Farley. Diane finds. Oh my God! Did Richard. you see that photo of her in the wheelchair? Yeah, Yikes. she's eighty nine. She's said she's going to retire twenty twenty four. But I don't know who it was, but said this should be the poster for term limits. It looked like they were wheeling a corpse out there, man. It, it did. How you doing, Joe? Remember the audio of Feinstein in a California classroom? With no, it was the kids that came to her office. Oh yeah, yes. Remember the teacher? I, I don't remember what happened. None of them showed respect. They all they just, talked. They, they, they were just assholes. They were. Mm. They were absolutely. Because that's and the... she being a Mysterian was even upset. Right. You know. We don't have enough time. Well, Feinstein probably doesn't have enough time. The clock is ticking. <laughs> I think, wasn't your reaction they're eating their own? Yeah. Right? Wasn't that? Yeah. Rook, I laughed because that's what Dylan always tells me when I don't work out. What? <laughs> the clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. Whoa, <laughs> Dill, that's me. I know, isn't it? Uh, John, when you get to your midway point, would you yes, please sir. throw it to Matthew Mikulski for I can do that. Minnesota Masonic Cheers. Uh, do it. Uh, try to do it uh, like we're doing the other ones, more informally. Got it. Uh, that's what apparently the uh, the Masonic people want. Johnny. Yeah. Yes, sir. No. no. Different John. Oh, John. oh, I'm sorry. The guy's John? name is John. 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 Where are you, John? We ready? Still the best. Can you ready? Uh, I am. Okay, rolling. Truth, justice, and the suture. If you want the best lawn in the block, obviously, you know the answer, professionalturf.com. If you're looking to do a little landscaping to really maximize that outdoor space, ProTurf has that covered, too. Their landscaping division will work with you. Design a project. They're going to use digital photography, imaging software, computer voodoo. voodoo. You'll see how it looks before they even start. And they specialize in everything landscaping-related, rock fountains, streams, ponds, uh, retaining walls, stone patio, fire pit, sure, concrete pavers. No matter what you need, they can provide you with that. They can improve your outdoor environment and force that equity up the best lawn in the neighborhood and amazing outdoor environments. See their work at professionalturf.com. Here's right. John Sounds Height. Good. Well, thank you very much, Joe. This Can uh, I tell you something, John? Sure. I just was so stunned by this. I fell silent there for a moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. You were pondering. Democratic governor, Tony Evers of Wisconsin. Yeah. Democratic. Yeah. Yep. 
Sign, do you have this in your news, John? I, I do not. No. Okay. No, I'm not signed sure a pair of read. signed a pair of bipartisan bills. We do not have that in this state. No, we don't believe <laughs> in that here. Signed a pair of bipartisan bills Friday that would increase penalties for carjacking and reckless driving. The story we just read. The bills come as part of a Republican-backed push to crack down on dangerous driving across the state, but particularly in Milwaukee, where Mayor Cavalier Johnson. Isn't that a great name? Cavalier Johnson called rising rates of reckless driving a crisis ever signed the legislation at a Milwaukee church. The bill designates carjacking as a formal crime. Until now, someone who uses force or threatens to use force to steal a vehicle was charged with operating a vehicle without the owner's consent. That's changed. The bill raises the maximum sentence from 40 years in prison to 60 years. Holy crap. Anyone who steals a car by force without using a weapon still gets 15 years in prison. Bring that bill here. Let's go. Why will that bill not be here? We have no bipartisan support, and the Mysterians want criminals to be free because they are merely oppressed individuals. They're not afraid of carjacking. When we're going to sue the manufacturer, not the... uh, That's right. Yeah. Just a minute. The other bill doubles the fines and forfeitures for reckless driving. The range will increase to a maximum of 400 bucks for a first offense to $1,000 for a subsequent offense. The maximum fine for reckless driving that causes bodily harm will increase to four grand. And reckless drivers who cause great bodily harm, as happened here, uh, will face six years in prison. Hmm. Can we please have these bills here? Throw them in there. I don't care how crowded their prisons are. Throw them away. <laughs> 60 years in prison if you carjack with a weapon. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's John Haidt. Thanks, Joe. Uh, this news is brought to you by our friends at ProfessionalTurf.com. A story we talked about, a few more details. Police have announced an arrest in the case of that St. Paul father who was fatally shot outside his home in the city St. Anthony Park neighborhood. 44-year-old Michael Brazell confronting someone who was trying to break into his wife's car this past weekend when he was shot. A 17-year-old teen has been arrested in connection to that death. The team, a teen's name not immediately released publicly as formal charges hadn't been filed. Police also noted there was still some work left to do in the case. A GoFundMe page has been started to support the family and more than 187 grand had been raised as of yesterday afternoon. A visitation for Brazil is scheduled for tonight. The celebration of life for family and friends is planned for this weekend. Three of the hottest issues at the Minnesota State Capitol are paid family and medical leave, the Social Security income tax, and how big tax rebates should be for many uh, Minnesotans as the state has a nearly $18 billion surplus. $75. Well, I'm going to need all of that. I'm going to need all that $14 you're giving me back. As our friends downstairs, uh, KSTP and Survey USA did a new poll examining all this. Voters oh, appear to... Pardon me? I'm You're sorry. so mean for bringing this up because I almost did earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of had to. Yeah. Yeah. Voters support paid family leave, elimination of the Social Security income tax, and bigger rebates than the legislature is proposing. Uh, the poll uh, was done on May 4th through the 8th, says 64% support the framework of paid family and medical leave bills making their way <sighs> through the House and Senate. 30% disapprove. 6% are unsure. 
when it comes to income taxes paid on social I don't know. I'm not sure if I... Joe, did you hear the number? 64%. Well, not only are the Mysterians winning politically, they are really successfully converting the populace. Because these dummies don't even realize what they're agreeing to. No. When it comes to income taxes paid on Social Security benefits, Minnesotans continue to favor the total elimination of that tax. According to the poll, 55% support total elimination, 23% support a partial reduction. Uh, I'm not sure what the other, uh, There's a, they didn't say what the what would that leave, 22%. So I'm not sure where they fit in. They must either be unsure or just keep it. They just uh, they won't read legalize that 22%. <laughs> That's all they care about. <laughs> and as far as the tax rebate issue goes, with that big surplus, a lot of Minnesotans want the biggest rebate possible. Governor Walls is proposing $1,000 rebates for single tax filers, two grand for joint filers. The survey shows 67% of Minnesotans prefer that plan compared to the legislature's plan, which would give $275 for single filers and $550 rebates for couples. That plan is supported just by 12% of those surveyed. The poll included 34% of respondents who identified as Democrats, 34% Republicans, and 27% as independents. So if Walls gets his way, two grand for me, how much of that is going to go to taxes? They're going to tax me on that then? Hell yes. That same poll, and this may be the part Chris wanted me to get to. Sure did, John. More than half of Minnesotans approve of the job performance of Governor Tim Walls. Just over a third of respondents say they approve of the work done this session by the legislature. <laughs> According to the poll, 54% approve of Governor Walls' job performance, 41% disapprove, and 5% just aren't sure. <laughs> what did I tell you? I'm sorry. What uh -oh. did I tell you? Chris, I, is, Chris I love you. It was nice working with you, buddy. And, you know. well, can, can we wait till about 1.30? As, as you would suspect, the governor fares better in urban centers than in outstate Minnesota. In no. outstate no Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota 38% approve of the governor's performance. Oh. There's also a divide among people who identify as Democrats, Republicans, and independents, obviously. 89% of Democrats approve of walls. 25% of Republicans do, and 46% of independents do. As for the legislature, 72% of the Democrats think their work is excellent or good. 80% of Republicans rate their work as fair or poor, and 72% of independents agree with the Republicans. Serious question. Of all those people that were polled, hey now, uh, how many of them are taxpayers? And I only ask that because... How in the hell do I know? The people that are saying that they're in such favor of this, I want to see their reaction when they're filing their 2024 taxes. I would imagine you've got a lot of people polled who don't have a big oar in the water. Yeah, mortgage payments, car payments, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. I, I want to know all the details. Because you idiots have no idea what's coming. Well, you know what? Uh, you're raising an interesting point. Thank I would you. Like, I would like, not you. Oh. <laughs> nice. You're on double seeker <laughs> probation. Yeah, well, dang it. No, uh, maybe uh, you did raise a great point. What I would like to see is a poll tailored specifically to homeowners. And what would you ask? What, you can would ask you the same question. Okay. I just want the poll asked of people who have 
an investment in the states. Some skin in the game. But, yep. but okay, here's my problem with that. There's, that's oh, not a cross-section. That's, that's not a cross-section. That's, that's not what interested me. My interest would be in the percentage of those polled, how they feel about things. I'm not interested right. in the cross-section right now. Well, but that's what these I know what the cross You just read me the cross-section. I know how that turns out. Okay. I want to poll tailored specifically. Specifically. To well, I got okay, you. maybe this would appease you. Then have it be a poll commissioned <laughs> by Republicans. You don't need to be appeased, for God's sake. Well, they could um, have just simply asked the question Are you a homeowner? Do you have a mortgage? In the survey they threw out there. I would like homeowners only polled on their uh, how they think, how the governor's doing. I think it would be fascinating. Small business owners, yeah. all of that. Yeah. All of that. So Farmers. you'd like you'd like ten or twenty different polls, it sounds like basically. So. Although we know the answer. Uh, we just want <laughs> we just want it validated. Yeah, yeah. I want it validated. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's one thing to interview, you know, somebody with a butterfly shop about you know, but I want to somebody a cat podcast. Yeah. Give me somebody who's got some skin in the game here. Mm -hmm. Well, do you think these 34% Republicans have some skin in the game? The no. people in the poll? No, no they're no, they don't. I mean, they're, you know, they're, I don't know. I think what you're getting at though, is <laughs> once we become the land of where everything's free, you know, that it, there's going to be less of those people around. Right. Is that what you're getting at? I'm, yes. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not getting at anything except. All right. I just would imagine the response yeah. would have been completely different from homeowners. Okay. They have to go to the bank. They got to put food on their family. They got to buy shoes. When they go to the bank, do they write bank on a post-it note and underline it and put it on their steering wheel? Maybe they do. <laughs> Only the obsessive <laughs> compulsive ones do. My car is full of post-it notes. Bank. Yeah. Rookie. Bank. Gas. <laughs> Minneapolis city leaders say the this one toilet toilet. That's a, that's a Roycey note. That's yes. not mine. Yes, it is. You can take that down now. No, no, away. that's a goal. He was apprised of it. He doesn't know what that's even. Yes. He asked, why is my note up here on Monday? That's when he fixed the toilet. It's yes. not that he had to go. I want it down, please. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put it a on visual the visual joke, lower ladies lower and gentlemen. Yeah, you know that gets Got rough. Her. That gets one of these. <laughs> I'm already in oh, trouble. So, yeah. oh my god! Everybody City leaders of Minneapolis days. say the massive former Kmart that cuts Nicollet Avenue in two in South Minneapolis is officially coming down. It's a decades-long story, of course. The last update was in 2020 when the city bought Kmart out of its property lease. The store officially shut its doors months later, except for a temporary U.S. Postal Service office expected to move out by the end of July. The building and parking lot have been largely vacant since then. Wesley Victories with East African Healing Services. They had a table set up on the sidewalk in front of the lot on Lake Street, giving out free Narcon and fentanyl test strip kits on Wednesday. He said it's an eyesore. He said it's no coincidence they chose that spot, noting a woman who cleans up needles and paraphernalia every day in the area. Jeez. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry made a point to highlight the project in his annual State of the City speech 25 years after the city began talking about the demolition of the property. Project Supervisor Rebecca Perel with the city's Community Planning and Economic Development Department and Senior Transportation Planner Kelsey Foyt from the Public Works Department teamed up in the last couple of years to try and make the vision a reality. The new area, they said, should have new businesses, housing, walking paths, trees, and other green spaces. 
Asked about a persistent crime in and around the Kmart lot and how the project will address public safety, the mayor said, crime happens when people aren't watching. Crime happens in dead space where there's not a lot going on. And what we're talking about is having 1,000 different things going on along that corridor. As for that seemingly symbolic moment where a wrecking ball will hit the buildings, Perel said that's expected to happen in March of 2024. Two men have been charged with stealing a quarter of a grand of million a quarter of a grand a quarter of a million dollars in Pokemon cards during a 2022 heist at a Forest Lake store that saw them allegedly pocketing nearly 3,000 packs of the Japanese trading cards. 40-year-old Dustin Wittern of Forest Lake and 40-year-old Matthew Kuypers Jr. of Duluth both received a felony charge for third-degree burglary filed in Washington County this week. Officers arrived February 10th. Yes, sir, in the back. I was willing to wait till you were done. Oh, okay. That's kind of a long story. Well, then let me ask it now. (laughs) You mean to tell me. You mean to tell me. There was a store in Forest Lake Uh that had a quarter of a million dollars of Pokemon cards? That's correct. But you said 3,000 packs. 3,000 packs. It's also correct. A pack of Pokemon cards is $83? Uh, more than 2,824 sealed packs of new Pokemon cards and other Pokemon merchandise were taken. So I'm guessing there were probably some cards oh. that were very valuable. There are some cards, Pokemon cards, yes. that are very valuable wow. as singles. So they were probably part of the merchandise that was taken. That would be my guess. Uh, the way the folks got in there, they uh, broke into the vacant store by cutting through the drywall to get in, according to the criminal complaint. What? What? Wait, I'm sorry. What's in your mind right now? They went through the roof. The guys in uh, Iowa they tried to break into the electronics store, and yeah. they landed on the sidewalk outside. The, the overhang. Yeah. They, they busted through the overhang. Their timing with their planning was really off. Police say in this case they saw a suspect on a security footage camera uh, taking off his glove before placing tape over the camera. The tape was taken as evidence, as was a utility knife near the drywall hole that had DNA matching that of Withern. As I said, more than 2,824 sealed packs were taken and other Pokemon merchandise. In a March 2022 interview for an unrelated federal case for alleged meth distribution, Kuypers admitted to stealing the cards from the store. Kuypers said Wittern knew a buyer who wanted the cards. Kuypers allegedly admitted to breaking into the business while Wittern stayed outside before Wittern drove a van to the buyer. They never recovered the stolen product. Now, I had my youngest son, Gabriel, uh, played Pokemon, but that was seven years ago. I didn't realize that it was still being played. I didn't realize it was worth any money. Yeah, they were getting hot and heavy. It was so. the question is, and I, I was going to ask it to you exclusively, Matthew, how many Pokemon cards in your house right now? You know what? They're probably uh, sitting in the basement in a Tupperware, but there would be a plethora because he was really into it. Get those nerds! Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, next time I see him, I'm just going to come at him and full-on body tackle. Flick his yeah, ear. Yeah. You're going to take him down. I probably got $30,000 worth of Pokemon do. downstairs. You know, I have news God. for you. Sell if you do, get rid of them and get the money. Uh, if I did. I know one of your debtors. If I did, Gabriel, <laughs> Gabriel would have already sold them. Yeah. I believe that. You're going to have to get my kid too, Kenny, because he's got some from when he was five. So We got a Pokemon call coming or a cash call? 
cash call. Uh, it's uh, it's about that time. Why don't we uh, hear from the Rookster here and take a short break from the news? Okay, I got a couple of questions for you guys. Uh, for the past several months, I've been talking about Minnesota Masonic Charities. Yeah, you know Have you I learned like anything? It? Yeah, it ain't the government. It's a private entity trying to raise money for goodness. Exactly. Basically, I've had all sorts of different things to tell you guys about. But I, I agree with t- Joe. I want to tell you yeah, guys. Yeah, and I'm running the clock on you. They're garage logicians. <laughs> this is a total garage logician concept. Again, I've talked about the Selfless Scholarship Program. I read you one of the uh, nominees, one of the winners. And you know that they've got 15 scholarships. I know one of the guys by six degrees of separation. Well, I know you, he's a GL. So he hangs out with good people. Yeah. These are all garage logicians. And that's why Minnesota Masonic Charities decided to get the word out on the Garage Logic podcast. Well, it's out. So go to their website then. Find out more about the scholarship program and the good work that they do and some of their history. This ain't the government. Freemason have been given for many, many years, and some guys that are Freemasons, that's going to surprise you. There's a huge celebrity list on there. MNMasonicCharities.org. I've met some, and you wouldn't know they're Masons. No, because they're they're humble. They're not telling you all the great stuff they did, but I'm going to tell you the great stuff they do at MNMasonicCharities.org. Poke around there now. MNMasonicCharities.org. Like that, no, John. Like that, he's. I just stayed out of the way. And you're not supposed to. You can join. They want their ads to be more like join what Freemason. Are you a member? Oh, a what? what? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. They know where that gold is at on Oak Island. I'm they telling probably you right do. now. Oak Island, the worst show on television. Who said some? Who comes from a guy that's never watched it? I watched it enough to know that they're never going to find anything. You seen it? I've seen it once or twice. I've seen it. Uh, Look at this. I'm seeing card Pokemon cards here worth 26 grand. Seriously? Yep. Well, I got, and you okay. get the I'm damn Tupperware thing out of the basement and start going through it. I want to know where the gold where the at. Go, where the Tupperware yeah. at? I'm texting while he's in school. He had no, Twilight Review. That. He had Twilight Review. Were you at Twilight? It was I don't Wilder? go to that oh. stuff. <laughs> You were the stuff. Oh, no, I actually, actually, I have been to one. I was uninformed of last night's. Got it. You were probably that was by he design. Was playing baseball, though. No, he was in it. Oh, but I didn't go. I didn't know about it. Your goal is when you're in JROTC is not to march. Not you want to be one of the higher ups. You oh. don't want to be one of the chumps. Yeah, well, that are, that my marching. kid was marching. Well, he's younger though, so he has to. Yeah. But Gabe's role was he had his back to the. Uh, bleachers on Wingard Field, and he was just overseeing the event. <laughs> he didn't have to. He went out and got the flag when the seniors gave it to who's, the juniors. Who's a guy named Steve that you know? He's got a husky voice. He's big. He's got the swept back hair. Scuba. Wingers Scuba is Steve. money guy. He says he's Grego. Got... Steve Grego. Yeah, yeah. Great. He's a wonderful man. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Oh, you've pr- I know where you run into him. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, he just doesn't stop talking. Well, he can talk. Yeah, he can talk. He's a smart guy. All right. Uh, I'm plugging in Schoon over here, so nothing when we come back. We'll just go right to Johnny. Johnny, are you bringing up Texas at all or the border at all today? Your uh, I don't say. Let me check. I saw the story, and I may have put okay. it in here. I may not have. I did not. I was just nope. going to give Rebecca Br- Brandon a plug because she's down there. Oh, okay. I'll go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say. Well, I don't like the do non sequiturs, so... <laughs> 
Since was, when? Yeah. <laughs> when is that going to start? She has been all over the place. She Who's, was who? Who funds that trip for her? I'm wondering if she's if she got picked up by who? somebody. Uh, Brandon, Rebecca. Oh, because on her um, account, it still says, it still says that she's an independent photojournalist. But Jesus, she's up to about forty five thousand followers. I mean, she puts her nose right in the middle of it. You know, she doesn't. I think it's pretty cool. Good for her. Do the do the euphorians in St. Paul who look at these stories? Do they just believe? Well, the odds are in my favor. It'll never yes. happen to me. Yes. And it's no big deal. Their and... eyes will open if something happens to them. Yeah. That's and that's the only case. Although maybe not, given your personal. I don't story. know what it'll take for her. I, I don't. I really don't. Because I was talking to somebody yesterday about this that knew Michael, and um, her eyes have been opened because of this. She works down the hall. Well, Brooke, we're waiting. I'm stretching. Let's go. Okay. We're going to go right to Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> this guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. I have some more news here for you, but before I do, I just looked up Pokemon cards because we were oh, all... God. Yeah, well, there's some worth... Uh, 25 grand, 36 grand, 46 grand, 144 grand, 150 wow. grand. Why? Uh, because they're uh, rare? Because they're very rare. Yeah, they really are a one I don't know what the hell I couldn't is. identify one if he Me walked neither. in the front door. Me you neither. know like Pikachu, don't you? Come on. Soccer. Everybody knows. Yeah, Pikachu. I do not know and anything about what, this. I thought that was a place, a, a mountain in India. Yeah, no, in Peru. Peru, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Machu Pico. Yeah, Machu Picchu. Was that the one where you had to go find where you would? I don't want to continue. This. I want John to do his news. I don't want to talk about this. In news, the Biden administration unveiling a sweeping plan to slash greenhouse gas emissions from the nation's power industry this morning. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, oh Joe. God. One of the biggest steps so far in its effort to decarbonize the American economy to fight climate change. The proposal would limit how much carbon dioxide power plants, which are the source of more than a quarter of U.S. emissions, can put into the atmosphere. Yeah, I got a great question. Go ahead, John. I'm sorry. Environmental groups and scientists have long argued that such steps are crucial to curb global warming. Mm -hmm. The proposal sets standards that would push power companies to install carbon capture equipment that can siphon the CO2 from a plant smokestack before it reaches the atmosphere or use super low emissions hydrogen as a fuel. The EPA projects the plan would cut carbon emissions from coal plants and new gas plants by 617 million tons between 2028 and 2042. White House Climate Advisor Ali Zaidi told reporters the proposal will keep the U.S. on track to meet its goal to achieve net zero power sector emissions by 2035. Okay, I got a question. You, yes, you sir. in the back. The guys pulling the strings don't believe this. This is a power grab for them. Right. This is how to tell you how to behave. Right. But, okay, let's say you believe it. Let's say you're Mrs. Smith and you live at 123 Main Street. You're drinking the Kool-Aid. And right next to you. you've, you've consumed the Kool-Aid and you believe that we must eliminate the carbon. The earth is warming. So, therefore, it, it logically follows that you must think there was a better time in the world with a better climate. When would that be? Ooh, you want a specific date? Well, in mind. What, yes. what what year? I've said this before, but now I'm going to refine it. You, 
what year do you want to go back to? And then tell me why that year was, did you have fewer tornadoes then? Did it not rain as much? Was winter uh, more pleasant, like a little golden book and snowflakes fell on (laughs) on Christmas Eve? And what, where do you want to go when the climate was better? I'd pick about 99, You can't, you can't find, no, we're not talking socially. Oh, we're talking environmentally. We're talking environmentally. (laughs) We all got years we could go back to. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the time and date. Joe Joe wasn't doing any endorsements. (laughs) If if you've consumed the Kool-Aid, you're sitting there and you're just following, you're crossing every T and dotting every I, and you got a Prius in the driveway and you're really... What, when do you think it was better than this? That then they can't answer that question because it that would require logic, is, right? There, exactly. there is no time that was better than this, it was, it's always been thus in some fashion or another. Our prairie, I have a dumb question prairie fires do they add carbon to the atmosphere? Of course, yeah. Uh, the government heartily endorses controlled burns in CRPs and natural prairie grass. Yeah. You should see, you should see it up here. John, no, you should see it. No, I mean, not anymore. I was, I was going to make a little joke there. but uh, Hundreds and hundreds of acres burn every spring on purpose. Yeah, which yep. is nothing, which is uh, nothing. Didn't, hundreds of acres is nothing. Wasn't it an AOC advisor who said, got caught on tape yes. saying, yeah, well, this has nothing to do with the environment. We just, right. uh, we're, this is a money, a money grab. Oh yeah. yeah. Her, uh, yeah. right. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. Main advisor. And that didn't seem they to were sitting in a restaurant. chances. Yeah. yeah. That, that scenario you invented, Joe, what was her name? Did Mrs. you have a Smith. name for Mrs. Mrs. Smith? Mrs. And, Smith. Uh, One, two, three, main. And for every two particles that she removes from the atmosphere, I'm throwing about 40 to 80 out on right. a daily basis. Right. Right. Just, Happy as hell. Canceling them out left and right. Tires are burning. That's a great question. It's a great question for the true believers. What? Okay. What what do you have in mind? 1937? Well, 1622? Where do you want to be? It's unanswerable because they're idiots for buying this and not seeing the truth, which this is a control and money grab. It has nothing to do with the environment. Nothing? Nothing. Uh, speaking of your president and his infinite wisdom, um, if you are not following Rebecca Brannon on Twitter, I urge you to do so. She is at the border just uh, north of McAllen, Texas, excuse me, just south of McAllen, Texas. She has a drone video of about 15,000 Haitians making their march to the border because I believe it expires tonight, right? The 11 p.m. She might be described as an independent citizen journalist who does some sound work. She puts her money where her mouth Mm -hmm. is, man. She Mm -hmm. is in the middle of everything. Can you guys explain to me what's going on down there? So are these uncontrolled border crossings? They will be at 11 p.m. So it's just an open door. And our border guards are just letting them come in. Nobody's no. Well, how does it work? Explain no. it to me. John. In fact, they even sent some military down there to help out uh, because they know it's going to be. Well, I know the military L. are actually doing paperwork. Yeah. So the rest of the guys can be out in the field, right? In fact, yeah. one of the videos that she has posted explains that very thing, Kenny, and I'll read it verbatim. I spoke to an Ecuadorian migrant who illegally crossed into the U.S. She isn't being required to appear in immigration's court until April of 2027. 
These notice to appear papers allow migrants to legally stay in the U.S. until their court date. She shares that she is waiting in El Paso for her husband, who was deported to Juarez. He is waiting for the expiration of Title 42 before he attempts to recross. Well, we've got to to not make the mistake of thinking that every single person that comes into this country is up to no damn good. A lot of them are coming here because this is the best damn country in the world. And they're going to get jobs and they're going to try to become Americans. We've right. got to assume there's a hand, you know, right? Well, and the Ecuadorian woman, obviously, Chris, had to meet with authorities to get that information. So I'm right. assuming she had to come in and register. I, I, it was free. Uh, the way I read it, John, is um, she's among a, a number of people that are being handed these this paper. Well, I and don't think they're just walking in and they're handing them a piece of paper. They have to register and stuff with that, the that's folks what I'm at trying the to board. Say. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yes. So. But there's also a number of people that are just, you know, make a I mean, break for it. They're doing a lot of really shitty jobs here that regular Americans don't want to do. We, yep. we discussed that yesterday, actually, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Can you hold, please? Can you hold, please? Can you hold, please? Also, yeah. the, uh, there's a bus station in Brownsville, Texas, that's mm-hmm. um, also filling up. It's got to be tough on these Texas border towns. I would, yeah. uh, I would think so. As fighting in Ukraine continues, Japan says it'll provide $1 billion, that's with a B, to help Ukraine's neighbors in taking in refugees from that country. That was announced by Japan's foreign Uh, by Japan's finance minister this morning. Besides confirming the results of our financial aids to Ukraine, the minister said, so far we would also like to discuss how to strengthen our cooperation with international financial institutions and help Ukraine's neighboring countries, including taking in refugees. That comes from Shunichi Suzuki at the G7 Finance Minister and Central Bank Chief Meeting in Nagata. Uh, Japan is scheduled to host this year's G7 Summit in Hiroshima starting on May 19th. The Wall Street Journal reporting, I, I laid off this story yesterday because I know Joe doesn't doesn't want to talk anymore about Tucker Carlson, but now there's a little more news. He announced, of course, he's moving to Twitter. Uh, it's not getting an enthusi- enthusiastic reception on Madison Avenue. A lot of advertisers are already skittish about spending on Twitter. Carlson said he is launching a show on Twitter just weeks after Fox News canceled his nightly telecast. Carlson was one of Fox's most popular anchors, but his brand of programming repelled some blue chip advertisers. He was the target of organized advertiser boycotts on Fox. Well, several ad buyers said the arrival of Carlson will make it harder for Twitter, which has faced an exodus of advertisers already to bring brands back. Brendan Gahan is the chief social officer at digital ad agency Mechanism. He said the move will likely further taint Twitter's image and keep more advertisers away. Spokesman for Carlson declined to comment, and Twitter auto-replied to a request for comment with a poop emoji. How do you have a show on Twitter? Uh, you would you literally watch it on your phone? Yes, you, you would post it in video format. So it might be an hour you'd sit there with your phone yep. in your hand? Yep. Could be B two minutes. B as in B, Joe, S as in Joe, S. This John, is a, this is a Joe. You've got to come around to our side. You do. This it, it's controlling the world. Social media is. You really, really need to get onto this. Well, two questions the other day. Two questions for you, John. Did you watch um, his announcement? Tucker's announcement. I did not see it. No, I did. All right. Um, well, I don't care about your opinion. Uh, and then <laughs> the second one is. Wow. Um, well. I already said my piece with Joe, so I guess I don't have anything else for you. Well, the problem I, I really, this I thought his announcement was kind of interesting. 
you should just watch it. I'd love to hear your opinion on it. Well, Kenny, I... that's the exact same thing I said to Joe yesterday. Joe, this had 100 million views that's in less great, than 24 hours. That's great, but I'll hours. be damned if I'm going to sit there and hold my phone You aren't, you are, but you... there's 90% of people that are news consumers that this, are going to do this that. This is the biggest influencer in the world. This what, is Twitter or Tucker? Yes, yes Twitter. You've well, got to be it's more having, aware of I, this just because you hate it. I'm terribly well, aware of it. I, I, let, let me finish his story here because and Kenny says that to a point that's true, but it's also having some issues. This Wall Street Journal a story pointing out that this may cost them more advertisers. Well, of the top 100 advertisers they had before Elon Musk bought the company, 37 are gone, spending nothing on Twitter, and 24 others have spent 80% less than they used to. So they're having problems raising money, and what the experts are saying here is this could hurt them more. A person close to Twitter, though, said the Wall Street uh, told the Wall Street Journal the company is betting Carlson, despite what these people think, can help the platform draw and engage a bigger audience, perhaps just not advertisers. Uh, Carlson also remains under contract with Fox. He's headed for a potential battle with the company over a move to Twitter, so that could end up in court. Carlson's lawyer sent Fox executives a letter alleging the company had breached his contract. So, if it doesn't exist yeah. already, I bet I can see the future. You'll be able to plug your phone into the TV and then watch a Twitter show on a full screen. Well, you, yeah, can, you can already that, do that. You don't even have to plug it in. Jesus. No, you can just... Yeah, hey, uh, artificial intelligence is just scary. It's... Um, Thanks, John. I don't Let's deny hear. that you're not right, Such. Um There's nothing better than not being involved in Twitter. It's evil. Let me. Can I do one more story, Joe? if you don't mind, because sure. I, I know we have people on this show interested in it. Yeah. Uh, it's local media news. Yeah. Uh, Alex Kendall, who's been the anchor for yeah. Fox 9's morning news since 1999, says she'll be taking a step back, appearing only on one of the three hours of the show from now on. She'll no longer anchor the 6 to 8 a.m. morning newscast, but will continue to appear on the 7 a.m. edition, followed by Good Day Lifestyle at 9 o'clock. She says she wants to do more stories just around Minnesota, etc. That's great. Thank you. We'll, uh, we'll be right back. I guess Joe wasn't one of those who wanted to hear about Alex Kendall. Any more ads? <laughs> nope. What? Nope. Uh, yes. Offerman water. No. Offerman? No. What? Aquaside. I did have a very interesting Gordon I Lightfoot story, too. Well, oh. save it. Well, you're not on tomorrow. I'm not, I'm not on tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> I am. I'll save it for next week. It'll still be the allegations of the lengths that Twitter went to to control the narrative leading up to the last election is pretty eerie, pretty eerie, <clears throat> if true, which Twitter executives agreed that they were true. What do you think of Twitter now? I hate Twitter, John. I really do. Well, I hate what it's become. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I rarely go there anymore. There are people that actually do have fun on Twitter and don't do anything political. Yeah. I, know, I told Chris yesterday I missed like 70s super sports and stuff because I, I don't I just don't go there hardly ever again. Well, just unfollow everybody and just follow fun people. What was their quote today? It was uh, Keith Richards uh, on top of his speaker was a uh, Jack Daniels, two Coors. And another bottle of something says, "How in how is this mf'er alive today?" Mm -hmm. All right, I gotta kill your guys' mics. Yep.
Hey, GLers. This is Pete Arnold from Hire a Pro. You know, the company that helps you be your own contractor so you can make the roofing company profits instead of the roofing company. I've got Chrissy here. So, Chrissy, why are you in my commercial? You helped me replace my roof. How did that go? It went great. You educated us on how everything worked, showed us behind the curtain, so to speak. And after our $25,000 roof was replaced, we walked away with almost $6,000 for the work we put in. And what work was that? Uh, well, we got the permit and we picked the color. Hire Pro handled everything else. You did a great job, and I'm not even being paid to say that. If anyone's listening and has a storm damage claim, call them. Don't hire a roofer, hire a pro. That's awesome. I, I appreciate the kind words, and I, I think you just made up our new motto. All right, Joe, you're up. So if insurance has approved your roof replacement, give these guys a call at 651-402-3400 or visit them online at hireadotpro. That's hire, uh, then put the dot there, pro. Get it back. It's like we never Let's left. go. Let's go here. Need a second. Down Do in the scramble because we ain't going to be here tomorrow. Nope, there will be a show tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Ooh. Shut down. Will be a show tomorrow. Down in the boondocks. What'd you do? Just reach into a drawer and grab some stuff? Yeah, I'll just randomly pick yeah. some crap. Some That's crap. The problem. <laughs> well, are we, uh, are we waiting? Ken, what did I? What did I say? Uh, Maple Grove. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know there was gonna be a show tomorrow, but I'm outraged about it. <laughs> Yes, who are we not mad at today? Let's go here. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. You cannot stop him. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Souchere. The safe of your dreams could be a reality at maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Here's a caveat, though. It's a short-run sale. Uh, It's up, done, May 15th. That is, that's Monday. Done Monday, but listen to this: you can save up to six hundred eight dollars on select Franklin Fat Boy and Colonial Series Liberty safes. Uh, but you're going to have to get in there and get this like today, tomorrow, or Monday, uh, because she's done on the fifteenth. The Liberty safe made here in the USA by Americans and features the best fire protection in the business and a transferable lifetime warrant warranty and. Courtesy of Maple Grove Lock and Safe, professional delivery and installation can be arranged, no problem. If you like the phone, pick it up. Call Rich, 763-494-9075. The showroom open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturdays by appointment. And you might need that for this sale that ends on Monday. They're at 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove and on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Only because they come to us all the way from Fernandia, the villages, Florida, from the Traveling Lymans. Very celebratory. On this date. Celebratory? Today is May 11th. Celebratory. Celebratory or celebratory? Celebratory. Okay. On this day. Looked it up in the library. Yeah. On this day. (laughs) May 11th. In 1858. We're going back. Minnesota became the 32nd Minnesota. state. Yep. The enabling act for statehood had been passed on Feb 26, 1857, and the state's constitution was written that summer and ratified in October. What took us so long? Full statehood had been held up by Southern senators who wanted Kansas to enter the Union as a slave state. 
finally approved by Congress. The bill was signed by President James Buchanan. Word of statehood would not reach St. Paul until May 13. Whoops. That was some slow mail there, wasn't right. it? Right. <laughs> Somebody took a detour, huh? Oh, wait. This is only May 11th. So they, they learn by May 13th. That's not so bad. Okay. That's not so bad. Thank you, GLers. Oh, wow. It's just one? Well, just that's one. all I'm doing. You know who, what we would have celebrated today? Huh. Herb Carneal's 100th birthday. Oh, really? Miss Herb. Yeah. The voice yeah. of baseball All right, in the Herb. summertime. All right, Herb. Thank you, Jailers. Question mark? Up talk? Okay, now let's get in there and do that payroll thing. Or how about we close out the <laughs> show? We go, uh, <laughs> can you find that payroll thing at PodMN on your smartphone? God, I love Thursday. I know he's tech savvy. PodMN on your smartphone for a library of podcasts for you. Library? To enjoy a big library of podcasts. Uh, if you sneak over to garagelogic.com, sign up for the town council, you will be entertained in between the breaks because you'll be able to access what we're chatting about off the air. It's kind of fun. It's cool, and it costs about 10 bucks a month or $100 for the year, and you get a $10 Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store gift card when you sign up. Then sneak over to YouTube. Subscribe to us on more social media. You subscribe to us on YouTube, and you will be privy. You will have access to some pretty entertaining videos from the Garage Logic staff. Thank you. John, don't forget to send me a new story. Oh, thank you. God, why don't I remember that? I don't know. I don't know why you don't remember that. Do you hear anything from Zip? Uh, he said talk to Fletch for official. And I texted Fletch, and uh, he must be unavoidably detained. The cabin Andy bought from the family? Yeah. The roof caved in, and Ooh. the whole place has to be torn down. No. No. Well, it was going to be anyway. I was going to say, was, is insurance going to? Well, I don't know. Uh, well, of course. But I. But you uh, know a guy with. I got a guy. That can fix the roof. roof. Hello? Hang on. Hello? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Jesus. Hello? Christ. Okay. Must hear audio from Kamala Harris. Hang on one quick second, Joe, and I'll be right with you. Let me just save the show. <laughs> nice voice. <laughs> John, I just read the uh, Alpha News story and that guy that shot the cop about him, the kidnapping charge. Oh, wasn't it creepy? Oh. My God, this guy. Hey, hey, I got to get going I'm, here. I'm doing that while I'm talking. Um, I'm doing that while I'm, I'm talking. I really don't want to change my password on that right now, but, you know... Joe, I'm ready for you. Must hear audio from Kamala Harris. Okay. Uh, the gunman of the, uh, let's see, see, gunman arrested in Michael Brassel case, B-R-A-S-E-L. Oh. B R A S S E L. B R A S E L. S. One S. No soup for you. Case. Okay. Uh, 
Carjackers continuing to roam free in St. Paul. They actually make it roam free through the Twin Cities. Do you want to mention anything about Wisconsin? No. Okay. Okay, that's it. Wild Wisconsin. Okay. Height. Johnny Height. And I had trouble with that damn payroll. Is that why we need to go in there and do it? Yeah, take us a second. Yeah. Yeah, Ray. Yeah. 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 Kmart sucks. So he just picked her up at complete random? Well, he she was at a party, passed out. Yeah. And he just well, grabbed her, threw her over she, his shoulder. And... This said she was on a sidewalk, John. Oh, really? I thought it was a party. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to read the Alpha News story. I'm talking about the guy that shot the cop in Wisconsin. Oh. Unfortunately, he didn't take himself out first. That's the, I, I was just reading the Alpha News piece on it, and it said, it said, oh, what's a twin score where they're down? Oh, well, they're you ready? Digging. <laughs> uh, I love Thursdays. <laughs> James Buchanan. James not uh, not well received historically. Mama likes it hot. Yeah. John, you and Rook get to entertain the council. Oh, I don't, do, do, well, tell him we're, talk, <laughs> we're talking history. Yeah. Roof, roof. He, won't, he won't believe us. Roof, 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 roof. Uh, All right. Well, so it's only going to be me then? <laughs> just going to be you. I got to go to, I got to go back, back to Puerto. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, what do I have to do today? I got some stuff to go over. I got a laundry list. My assistant manager. <clears throat> Is leaving for uh, her cabin this weekend, and she gave me a long list of stuff to do. Good for her. Way to go, Kathy. I you usually work later, like in the day. Is that? I don't have a shift schedule. Got it. Okay. And they are not clock watchers at this company. Just make sure you get your work done. Got it. So just overseeing the crew. I got a couple of kids. I got to talk to about some. Performance issues, and uh, mm -hmm. it's a really good company, though. I'm really happy I made the switch. Good. And they're uh, they're growing. They're getting a lot of different airport contracts. Oh, they just cool. picked up Air Canada, which is about eight flights a day. They offer everything, 401K, benefits, profit sharing. Uh, vacation? They get vacation? Yep. yep. Nice. We got her all. So that's good. I'm happy. That is a good thing. And it's just so weird when people out of the blue recognize me. Yeah. That's the weirdest damn thing about this show is when you're walking down the street. Hey, Johnny. Uh, hello. Right. Just out of the blue. And hey, and then you take mental inventory. Uh, how do I know them? That's yep. why whenever I see someone, I just always reintroduce myself. So they'll yep. follow up and say, oh, yeah, it's, you know, Frank. Yep. Yep. How are you doing, Frank? I was, uh, the weirdest one for me was last year, summer, I was taking a walk big black truck pulled up beside me. Oh, 
This guy, you know, hey, you long, want some candy? long hair and a baseball cap and a beard. Johnny. I'm like, oh, what did I do? What did I do? Who are you? And then he said, oh, I listen to the show. I don't always agree with you, but I like to listen to you. <laughs> okay. Isn't that funny? They, they feel they have to. Yeah, exactly. He's like, it's okay. You don't have to always agree. It's, I'm not offended. Said so We don't agree with each other all the time, right. so don't worry right. about it. Did you get taken care of there, Papa Joe? <laughs> he needs a big clown button on his yep. ADP. <laughs> Approved. Approved. All Chris, right, I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it, Chris. Really, I am. No, you're talking a rookie. I was, actually. <laughs> you're right. We're talking base. See, See ya. Rock. Are you See writing ya. about us? Make sure you mention me in the column. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What about me? <laughs> no, you didn't. He's, I, I didn't make the cut. Damn it. Range. All right. All right, Chris, I'm going to send you something now. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, uh, before I leave, just. But to answer your question, John, I usually, I'll go back and leave around 530 or so or something like that. Got it. Do you, you go in before this then too? Yes. Yeah, I got went it. in today at. I'll go in at, it all depends on the need. Like right now we're going to get busy yep. uh, for the summer. And uh, so I'll probably go in earlier in the mornings. I got it. Go in at, uh, if they need me, sometimes at four, six. But like today I went in at wow. 8.30. So got it. This I should have told. Absolute disaster. Disaster. Everybody, uh, Monday is the day that Channel 5 will be here in my house. So don't be frightened. <laughs> Oh, they're coming to your house? Yeah, they're coming up here. We're going to do the interview before the show, and then they just want to get some B-roll, you know, while we're doing the show. Copy on that. There'll be cameramen, I'm sure, standing behind me. Joe Caffrey? It isn't Joe. It's somebody I didn't know. Carrie told me who it was. uh, Oh, it's probably Seth or um, Drew. I can tell you. She gave me his name here. Bill? John? Do you know Bill? Eric. It's Bill. Okay. So it'll be Carrie and Bill. Who's oh. Bill? I don't know. <laughs> Billy Pierce. All right, everybody. Bill Midike. Yeah, they're all good guys. M-I-D-D-E-K-E. All right, I'm out. Johnny Cake, I'll see you. All right, Rook, have a good weekend. Uh, good luck on Monday. Yeah, thanks. Party on. <laughs> yeah, thanks. We'll go continue my James Buchanan research. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> see ya. Uh, uh, all right. You out of here, Johnny? Uh, yeah, I can be if you're if you're yeah. done with me, I'll leave. I'm done with you. Bye, town council. I will. Hey, Johnny, I'll day. see you on Monday then. You got it. Boy.